A federal appeals court hears the latest arguments in the case challenging the abortion pill. HCA Healthcare will buy 41 urgent care clinics in Texas. And Senator Bernie Sanders makes the push again for Medicare for All. It's Friday, May 19th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The legal fight over the Food and Drug Administration's approval of the drug Mifepristone, which is the first pill used in what's commonly called the abortion pill, continued this week. The New Orleans-based Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals heard arguments from attorneys representing the Biden administration, the drug's manufacturer, Danco Laboratories, as well as lawyers representing the plaintiffs who oppose abortion. This case stems from a lawsuit filed last November that challenged the FDA's approval of mifepristone in 2000, as well as the agency's later decisions to loosen restrictions on the drug, including reducing the number of appointments needed to receive a prescription from a physician. The plaintiffs in the suit allege that the FDA did not properly review what it says are the safety risks of mifepristone. This is the first major case to challenge access to abortion services following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade last July that returned the issue of abortion legality back to the states. This case made its way to the Fifth Circuit Court after a Texas-based federal court judge signed an injunction directing the FDA to stay its approval of mifepristone while the lawsuit continued, which effectively banned the drug nationwide. However, a Fifth Circuit panel ruled that the drug could remain on the market but imposed tighter restrictions on its use. The Supreme Court blocked both court rulings at the end of last month, which means that the drug is still available for now without restrictions in states where abortion is legal. The Fifth Circuit is considered one of the most conservative courts in the country and has ruled against the current Justice Department previously. On Wednesday, the panel was made up of two judges, James Ho and Corey Wilson, who were both nominated by former President Donald Trump. And the third, Judge Jennifer Walker Elrod, was appointed by former President George W. Bush. During proceedings on Wednesday, the Department of Justice argued that the anti-abortion groups that brought the suit, which include physicians, lack standing since they cannot prove they have been or would be harmed by the approval of mifepristone. The three-judge panel seemed skeptical of this argument, with Judge Wilson arguing that the FDA's decision to make mifepristone more widely available means that a patient who took the drug could require emergency care where one of the doctors practices. Mifepristone is widely considered to be safe, with studies finding that serious side effects occur in less than 1% of patients. Judge Ho also took issue with the DOJ's argument that the courts were not positioned to challenge the scientific findings of the FDA. The Fifth Circuit Court likely won't have a decision on the case for a number of months, and it most likely will be challenged by either side depending on the ruling, which means that the case will likely make its way to the Supreme Court.
Nashville, Tennessee-based HCA Healthcare will expand even further in Texas, following its purchase of an additional 41 urgent care clinics. In a statement released on Thursday, the national for-profit health system will acquire the facilities from FastMed, a company that operates nearly 200 urgent care clinics in five states, under the brands FastMed, CareSpot, and MedPost. The sale to HCA includes 19 FastMed and 22 Med post urgent care centers in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and El Paso. The financial terms of the deal were not disclosed, but the two companies expect the purchase to be finalized this summer. HCA's acquisition of these urgent care facilities grows its already sizable footprint in Texas, where it currently has 45 hospitals, 395 physician practices, and 92 urgent care centers. In January 2022, HCA announced it would build an additional five hospitals in the Lone Star State. HCA's move to purchase the urgent care clinics from FastMed is not unusual for the hospital chain. Last year, it announced it would acquire Fredericksburg, Virginia-based urgent care chain BetterMed, which had 12 clinics, most of which were in Virginia but also included two sites in North Carolina. At the end of 2021, it also purchased MD Now Urgent Care, a Florida-based urgent care chain comprised of 59 clinics. HCA is already the nation's largest hospital chain with 184 hospitals and 38,000 physicians. It also has a growing presence in the United Kingdom. In an earnings call with investors last month, the company reported that it earned $1.36 billion in profit during 2023's first quarter. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders is again renewing his push for a national single-payer health system. Senator Sanders, along with Democratic representatives Pramila Jayapal of Washington State and Debbie Dingell of Michigan, reintroduced the Medicare for All Act this week. So far, 14 senators and more than 110 members of the House of Representatives have signed on as sponsors. Senator Sanders said on Wednesday at an event promoting Medicare for all on Capitol Hill that the United States spends twice as much per capita on health care compared to other major countries. We cannot continue a system in which, despite all of that spending, 85 million Americans are uninsured or underinsured, and you guys see them every day walking into your offices, where one out of four Americans cannot afford the prescription drugs their doctors prescribe. And what the system does not talk about, over 60,000 Americans die every single year because by the time they walk into the doctor's office, they're too, it's too late. If the proposed legislation were to pass as currently written, it would be implemented over a period of four years and provide comprehensive health care coverage to all U.S. residents with no cost sharing, either from premiums, deductibles, or copays. The legislators cited a study from the Congressional Budget Office that previously projected that Medicare for All would save the health care system $650 billion per year. 
While surveys have found that a Medicare for All style system is popular among many Americans, the healthcare industry historically has not been supportive. Though payer lobbying group AHIP has yet to release a statement on the current proposed legislation, it has previously said that it does not support a one size fits all government system for health insurance. And the American Hospital Association has said in the past that it does not think that Medicare for All is the solution for comprehensive comprehensive and affordable insurance. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.